us tonight and, and share your heart with us and help us from your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I prepared a message, but I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> Charlie's here to see you. Welcome our visitors, our special guests. But uh, tonight I want to start from the scriptures I asked us to look at because it's so important. Uh, it's in Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 9. It says, For then I will restore to the people a pure language, that they all may call on the name of the Lord to serve Him with one accord. Restoring a pure language means we've lost the pure language, and God has to restore the pure language. And I believe that this is speaking about praying or being able to talk to God in other tongues. And Joel was really bold in Joel chapter 2. The Bible tells us that, that in the last days, God will pour His Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. The Spirit is going to be poured out upon every single flesh. The tongue is such a powerful weapon. And that's where we need to understand where God is coming from. And I said some time ago that the first revelation that God gave to man was the revelation of the power of the tongue. That's the first revelation. From Genesis chapter 1, it tells us the earth was without form. It was void. The Spirit of the Lord, that's the supernatural part of it, some call it the fourth dimension. The supernatural part, the Spirit of God was hovering. We need the Spirit of God if God is going to do anything in your life or in my life. We need the Holy Spirit. So the Spirit of God had to be moving in your heart. And if He's truly moving in your heart, there's got to be a voice that comes after that. And God said, that's the first revelation. There is no order except the word is given first. So the tongue is a very powerful weapon and God made that clear to us. Now if you read further in Genesis, the children, the people of the world decided they needed to build a tower. And they were going to build it up to God in heaven, you know, to the heavens. And God said, look, these people have one language. And they are one in this purpose. No one can stop them. Because they have one language. So, God came down from heaven and gave them different languages. And in that way, He stopped the work. See, there was nothing to stop them. A language is the most important thing. So, the tongue, the language is so important. God uses that, and He's teaching us this is so important. Your language, what comes out of your mouth, the communication, that the whole project came to naught because they couldn't understand one another. The language was different, 
And so God scattered them according to His will. His will was to scatter them all over. And in, in Acts, the Bible tells us that God did that so that the people would feel after Him. He scattered them. And I believe on Sunday I'll probably go back to that same scripture because I want to talk about that scripture. Uh, in Acts of the Apostles. But the tongue is such an important thing. When the Holy Spirit comes into a person's life, your whole life is changed. You become a new creature. And when you become a new creature, with this new creature, a new language is restored to you. A pure language with which you can communicate with God without any hindrance. And it's such a powerful language that God has given to us. In Isaiah chapter 6, you can also see the power of the tongue where the prophet said, I saw the Lord. You remember the story? He was high and lifted up. And he saw the angels crying, Holy, Holy, Holy. And uh, he said, Woe is me, Isaiah chapter 6 verse 5, Woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips. So the language is lips is a problem. A man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. All of us. Every one of them. For my eyes have seen the king. That is how I realized my lips were not good. My language was not pure. Verse 6 says, Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a life coal, which he had taken with the tongues from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sins purged. In our day, you want to talk, if, I, if an angel is bringing a coal to touch my, any part of my body, I would say, touch my heart, right? <laughs> I want my heart clean before God. No, the lips. It's that important. The lips is that important. Now, after you've been born again, you have the ability to be able to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. Once you are born again, you can receive the Holy Spirit at the same time. You don't have to wait. You can speak in tongues right after you receive the Holy Spirit, I mean receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. In Africa, when I go and I minister, a lot of people come, sometimes up to 60, sometimes 100 and these are, these are people that have worshipped idols. They don't know God. They don't know anything about Christianity, some of them. And they come into the place just to hear the message of the gospel. And as, as they receive the Lord, I ask them, how many of you want to receive Christ? You've heard the message. And you love this Savior. You want Him in your life. You're going to put away your idols. And you want this Jesus. You truly want Him. And you're going to turn away from everything. And they come up front, all of them, maybe about 60 of them or more. And we pray to receive the Lord Jesus into their hearts and we, they cry out to God, come. And then when we're through with that, I said, there's a second thing we need to do. You need to receive the Holy Spirit. The true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Some people just want to stay with the truth. It won't go very far. 
is spirit and truth. That's the way to worship God. So after you've been born again, you need to receive the Holy Spirit and you need to be able to speak in this heavenly language that Zephaniah t- uh, told us is a language, a pure language coming from God. When you're speaking your own language and praying to God, you're saying the things that your flesh desires and all of that. But when the Holy Spirit prays through you, He's praying according to the will of God and we're coming to that. But my first point is once you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, there is nothing hindering you from receiving the Holy Spirit and being able to speak in other tongues. And if you have received the Holy Spirit before and you are not able to pray in tongues, maybe fluently, and you hesitate, the reason why you can't do it is because you are hesitating. Or you think that the Holy Spirit is just going to take your tongue and begin to wag it for you and speak. He's not going to do that for you. It's your spirit. And we're coming to that now. I'll show you that from the scripture. That's the misunderstanding. A lot of Christians think the Holy Spirit is just going to take their tongue and speak through them. And if he's not speaking through them or they don't feel some ooh, then they don't speak in tongues. And they wait for some ooh to come over them or some heat. I feel the Holy Spirit. And then they speak in tongues a few words and they say, glory to God. I spoke in tongues today. And I'm waiting for six weeks more. Then maybe I will be touched again by God. God touch me. Touch me. So I speak in little tongues. No. But it's a gift. If you buy me a gift, maybe a nice car. Charlie, get that in your head, okay? A nice car. <laughs> and you give me that nice car, and you give me the keys, and I walk back to the car, and I want to drive around, and you come back and say, How are you doing? This is how to put the key in. Okay. The next day, this is the way to turn the lights on. This is the way to put the key. You told me that yesterday, right? Yeah, but I just really want to show you. Say, look. If you want to take your car, you can have your car, okay? This is more trouble than I had before. When God gives you a gift, it's your gift. You use your gift the way you want to, at any time you want to. You jump in the car and drive wherever you want to. Now, if God is the one that's just going to take your tongue, and it is for, you just speak in tongues when, when you don't even want to speak in tongues, what happens to you when you go to the grocery store? And you're checking out, and the lady says, Hi, ma'am. And you go, Urabakashata. And she says, What? <laughs> what did you just say? And then, oh, don't, don't mind it. It's the Holy Ghost. He doesn't know when to. I'm all right. He just wants to speak. The next time she sees you walking into the store, she says, Can you go to the other line, ma'am? I don't want to deal with this person. You have the Holy Spirit. God, Jesus died to make the Holy Spirit available to you. You cannot be holy without the Holy Spirit. How can you be holy without the Holy Spirit? That's trying in your flesh. You can't be. That's like trying to be a Christian. By yourself, it's not going to work. You need holiness coming from the Holy Spirit. So why, God wants you holy, right? So why will He deny you the Holy Spirit? Why do you have to cry and pray for Him? God give me the Holy Spirit. He wants you to be holy. Now He denies you. So you haven't cried enough for me to make you holy. 
Then he's mad when you're not holy, right? <laughs> no. He wants to give you the Holy Spirit. So you don't have to beg. Every other thing you've heard is just man's opinion and your own thinking. He wants you to have the Holy Spirit. He wants you to be able to speak in tongues anytime you, anytime you want. He'll be pleased if you speak in tongues through the night. If you want to do that. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. That's what God says. It's an amazing thing that God will give us His Holy Spirit and then we do what we want. That's, I, I don't understand that. That's true love. That's amazing love. But look at what God says in uh, John chapter 7. I like this scripture. This is why I believe that after you've received Christ as your Savior, you don't have to wait. You don't have to do anything. You can just open your mouth, believe God, and ask Him very quietly, I want the Holy Spirit. Because John says, I baptize with water, but there is one that is coming after me. He's mightier than I. He'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. I never, you can't read anyway that someone went to John to be baptized, and John said, no, I'm not going to baptize you. It never happened. So God, Jesus will not turn away, turn away anyone who wants to come to him. Uh, John, John chapter 7, verse 37 says, In the last day, John 7, 37. It says, on the, last, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirst." Let him come to me and drink. So Jesus is saying, if you are thirsty, just come to me and drink. Not just once, any time you want more. You see, in the New Testament, as of the apostles, the people got filled with the Holy Spirit, then they got filled with the Holy Spirit again, they got filled with the Holy Spirit again. God knows the purpose for it. But then you see the work as it grew. If you ask for more grace, guess what God does? He gives you the Holy Spirit. You want boldness? Guess what he does? He gives you more. Everything is in the Holy Spirit. All of the gifts are the gifts of the Spirit. Now, Jesus said this. In that last day, he stood and cried, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. So he is inviting you. He who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. What do you have to do to have, to have rivers of living water flowing through you? What? Just believe. As the scripture says, He who believes in me, out of their belly will flow rivers of living water. So if you are a believer, and Jesus cannot lie, what should come out of your belly? Rivers of living water. He cannot lie. All you have to do is to believe. That's all. No other condition. Jesus was quoting another scripture. That's another reference. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. Come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But then see what this scripture says here. Verse 39. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit. He was speaking, when he said this, he was speaking concerning the Spirit whom those believing in him will receive. 
those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So as soon as Jesus is glorified, everyone who believes in him shall receive the Spirit. According to this scripture. And God cannot lie. Jesus said the scriptures cannot be broken. I really believe that Christians should pray more in the spirit, I wish, I mean, pray in tongues, than in your own natural language. Your fleshly language. God has given you a language. What I do is everything else I want to say, I say it in my mind. Sometimes I say, speak some few words in English to edify my own spirit, my own mind. But the rest of it, I pray in tongues. Notice he said, uh, verse 39, but he spoke concerning the, the Spirit whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Meaning, at the time he was speaking, those that heard him, Peter and the rest of them, could not receive the Holy Spirit then because the Holy Spirit had not been given. Only after Jesus had been glorified. Once Jesus is glorified, everyone who is a believer, you don't have to beg. Once you are a believer, the Spirit is given to you. That's simple. So what we want to know is, has Jesus been glorified? Well, we all know that. But I'd like to take it from the Scripture. Does the Scripture say that? That Jesus has been glorified? Now, if the Scripture tells us clearly that Jesus has been glorified, then the Scripture must be fulfilled. Everyone who believes must receive the Spirit. You don't have to do anything else. You just receive. If you turn with me to John chapter 12, verse 16, it tells us clearly there, that Jesus has been glorified. He says his disciples did not understand these things at first. They did not understand at first. But when Jesus was what? Glorified. So Jesus has been glorified. And if Jesus has been glorified, you can receive the Holy Spirit. If you don't receive, that means you don't want Him yet. You don't want Him yet. Or there's something missing. Maybe you have not truly believed. But once you have truly believed, it's that easy. You don't have to beg for it. You don't have to cry for it. You don't have to do anything. Just receive. Just receive. It's that simple. There are those who believe that they, they've received uh, the Holy Spirit, but their gift is not speaking with other tongues. How many of you have heard that? They believe their gift is not speaking with other tongues. So, uh, I've received the Holy Spirit, but my gift is not that. And, I, and I'm saying, what is your gift? Is your gift handling of snakes? Begin to handle snakes in my presence right now. Or is your gift healing? I like to see you heal people. Or your, maybe yours is drinking of poison. Like it says in uh, John chapter, I mean Mark 16. So he said, well, his gift is speaking in other, other tongues. Mine is to drink deadly th- poisons and it doesn't hurt me. That's foolishness. 
in First Corinthians chapter 14, First Corinthians 14, you won't believe this. That page is out of my Bible, right? <laughs> but put it on. I'll quote it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm really studying my Bible, right? <laughs> yeah. 14 verse 14. The word says, If I speak in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. If I speak in a tongue, my spirit, notice, if it's on there, notice the word spirit. Is it capital or small letter? Small letter. Whose spirit? God's spirit? Your spirit. This is where the mistake is. Most people think it's the Holy Spirit. Yes. Is your the Holy Spirit that came into your spirit, gave new life to your spirit, and gave your spirit a brand new language, pure language, we read in Zephaniah, and you can use that language anytime you want. And the Holy Spirit is constantly there to enable your spirit pray in tongues anytime you want. So if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Who is doing the praying? I am doing the praying. If I speak in the tongues, my spirit, but my understanding is unfruitful. In other words, I don't understand what I'm saying in tongues. So if you're praying, you can be praying really great. But if you understand what you're saying, then you cannot be praying through your spirit. Because when you pray through your spirit, your mind does not understand what you're saying, according to the scriptures. So this prayer may be great, but you understand what you're saying. And because you understand what you're saying, you cannot be praying by the Spirit. So look at what it says, verse 15. It says, I will pray with the Spirit. So you're praying with something, right? And when you pray with the Spirit, you don't understand what you're saying. And I will pray with the understanding also. Who is willing to pray? I. So people think the Holy Spirit does the praying for them. You, he doesn't do it. You do the praying. Otherwise, I have no responsibility. I can just sit in the bed and if God says, I'd like you to pray, God, the Holy Spirit is not speaking, so I can pray. <laughs> okay? There's no need to kneel down because He hasn't spoken through me for the last five weeks. So there is no need to pray. I'm responsible. The gift is there. If I pray in a tongue, my spirit, your own spirit, your renewed spirit, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. You are a new being with a new language given to your spirit. Now, a new creature doesn't mean I won't recognize you anymore. You look like this hunk in Hollywood. No. You're different. <laughs> You're still the same you. But inside, your spirit is a new person with a new language or the potential for a new language right there. So you release it. Amen? So you have the responsibility to do that. 
You know, I used to think, you know, after I read in the uh, in Acts of the Apostles that the people were saying, well, they were speaking in tongues, and the people said, these men were drunk. So I thought that they were all shaking like that, and if I didn't shake that way, then I wonder what... How are you sure this is the Holy Spirit? I mean, I'm still, I'm still the same me. And it's my voice. I mean, it's my voice. But in that day, it was the Holy Spirit that was speaking through them. But now I can hear myself. This cannot be God because it's my voice. Well, if it's not your voice, we have to cast out a demon. Because it's got to be your voice. It's your spirit. Amen. It's your spirit. It's a great misunderstanding. We make it so huge and so high, no one can get it. And so the guy comes in and he's talking, and he's drawing attention to himself. Well, last night I received the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. I was in the shower, praising the Lord. And the rest of the brothers are thinking, oh my God, is that the way to receive the Holy Spirit? I go to the shower and praise the Lord, and then I speak in tongues. And the gentleman who says, I, I don't have a good voice and I know I can't sing and I want to sing in the shower, so I just wait whatever God wants to do. I'm not going to do anything about that. God gives freely as He wills. You desire. God will do that. Notice what it says in First Corinthians 14, verse 2. It says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. For no one understands him no one that includes you no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries I like to speak mysteries mysteries that's so important you know I tell people if you want to receive the Holy Spirit some people are so in control and if they don't have control over what they're doing, they just don't go there. Well, you, God cannot deal with a person like you. Because all you're doing is walking in the flesh. And if you don't have control, you can't do Jesus said, except you be converted and be as these little children. Tell children to say, da, 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 da. Guess what they do? Da, 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 da. Is that what you want us to do? Da, 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 da. And they're happy with it. You tickle a child the same way ten times, they're still laughing and enjoying it. If you do an adult that way, after three or times, say, could you quit? I'm tired of it. <laughs> I don't want to go there anymore. That's enough. You've done that with children. You do your face that way and then they laugh. Ten times, they're still laughing at the same thing. An adult is not funny anymore after the second time. <laughs> Forget that nonsense. We have to be converted and be as children. When you give the word, it's just like children, they trust so much. You tell your child, you know, I want to get out. Let's go out and drive. Even if they've not seen you drive before, guess what they do? They get in the car with you and say, drive. They don't care. They just trust you, right? Amen. Be as children. Just do what the Bible says when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Did it say after you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you start praising God? Is that what the scripture says? Huh? Filled with the Holy Spirit and you praise God in your language that you know? Is that what the Bible says? 
Did he say you get filled with the Holy Spirit and then you start singing praises unto God? Is that what he says? No. You get filled with the Holy Spirit. What's the next thing? You speak in tongues. So don't go anywhere. Speak in tongues. Don't try to manipulate or go around certain things to get to, oh well, I did this and then as if that's what took you to God. God has already given you the Holy Spirit. You don't have to do that. Just speak in tongues. Just speak in tongues. That's why I believe God instructed me for people who want to receive the Holy Spirit. I just told them, now just ask him. Uh, Luke chapter 11 verse 13 says this. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? I repeat it. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? What do you have to do? Just ask Him. And after you ask, what do you receive? The Holy Spirit. And 1 Corinthians chapter 12 says, No one can call Jesus Lord except by the Spirit. If you know Jesus and in your heart you really believe in Him, you won't receive anything else but the Holy Spirit. Nothing else can come into your body. Amen. All you have to do is step out like Peter did. You know, when Jesus said, Come out of the boat, walk on water. He didn't go testing the water, see if he will hold his weight out. Lord, I can't walk. It's still water. He just got out of the boat and walked. So after you pray to receive the Holy Spirit, what should you do? Just start speaking in tongues. So I tell the people, just join me. You can do it. We have asked him. We asked him. He understood and he heard us. Now, you join me and start speaking in tongues. And the bold ones will immediately start, they are bold. And then the timid ones are still, the, what I call unbelieving believers, they have their eyes closed but one eye still open and they're looking at everybody else. <laughs> wondering what's going on. I used to take video, you know, I video whatever I was doing and when I get back home I put the stuff on them and I'm watching and they look at him, look, you can tell they are so scared. Oh Lord. And then they have this one eye closed when, and they're looking, <laughs> they're looking around. And the, the guy who is bold, he knows God cannot lie. He goes on and he, he's speaking in tongues and he's moving his hands. And you can tell. And he, he's shaking. He feels real good. The other guy is still going, what's, go- <laughs> what's going on here? It's hard to help them. You just jump into it. And you start speaking. That's becoming like a child before God. You know, when you can see things that you don't even understand, that's trusting God fully. You're not holding back anymore. You've released everything. He's now, Lord, whatever you want to do, do with me. I'll say whatever comes out of my mouth. doesn't really matter. But there is a real thing to it. When God gives a pure language... And says, through this pure language, they will call on me with one accord. I found that, you know, God says, I will restore to them this pure language. And I'm so glad that God has restored that to me. A pure language. 
with which I can speak to my Heavenly Father. When troubles come, when difficulties come, things that I don't understand, how come? You know, when they come, I go talking to Him in tongues. And the Bible tells us, this is the rest. That God will cause the weary to rest. Many times I've been wearied by problems. But this is where you to go to, to drink. Jesus said, come to me and drink. Right? Drink. Come unto me. And I'll give you rest. This is the rest where God will cause the weary to rest. It's such a beautiful thing. Jesus died to make the Holy Spirit available to every man. That's an amazing thing. No one could receive the Holy Spirit. We couldn't be born again. But because of His death on the cross, from then on, not only will the Holy Spirit, just as He was there in the, in the beginning, when the world was created, and He was hovering over everything, and God spoke, in the same way, as you hear the word, the Holy Spirit hovers over your heart. And as the word comes, a new creature is given. And then he says, I want to live among them. You see, it's such a beautiful thing. You know, in the Old Testament, God said, build my, my tabernacle among the people. I want to live with them. Right? Build the tabernacle. I'll show you how to build it. But now, after you've been built, a new creature, the Holy Spirit, God, says, I want to stay in there. Hey, don't deny him. Don't deny him. Let him come in. Don't let what you've heard in the past stop you from welcoming Him into your life. And say, God, you can have it. I'll do whatever you want me to do. When you are like that, not afraid, trusting Him, God will take you places. Understanding comes from the Word. I have so much to say tonight from this. You can go to First Corinthians chapter 2. He says, things that men haven't heard hasn't entered into the hearts of men. He says, but God has revealed it to us. How? By His Spirit that He has given to us. By His Spirit, He reveals Himself. He unveils Himself through the same Holy Spirit that He gives to every one of us. Why would you restrict Him? Oh, if you can spend some time, maybe an hour, two hours, three hours, not to tell people I spent two hours, three hours. Do that for a few days. Tell no one. It won't be too long before you lay your hands on a person and they say, well, your hand was hot when you laid it on me. And I was having this headache and it's gone. But when you lay your hands back there again, it's as cold. <laughs> you see? Because it's God that's working through you. I guarantee you, if you can discipline yourself, if you want to, you can do that for a few hours every day, if you can. And someone did it. And the first day he left his, his house, for a meeting. He wasn't the one preaching. God lengthened the woman's leg. He could see. As he turned to look at the woman, he could see the problem. And gave the word of knowledge. Because he was uh, 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 working a secular job and God called him. And he didn't have anywhere to preach. So he stayed in his room. So those eight hours... He stayed in his closet praying. He said, the first few days I spoke everything that I had to speak from my knowledge. And I thought I had been in the room for five hours. 
when he, when he looked at the time, he's only been there about 15 minutes. He said, oh Lord, how am I going to spend this whole day? So he's, he resorted to speaking in tongues. And that guy today is, is known all over. His ministry just took off. There's so much power. Romans 8, 26 tells us that likewise the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what to pray for as we are. It's not like we don't know how to pray. We don't know what to pray for as we are. But the Spirit Himself prays for us, makes intercession for us with groanings that is not our natural language. And God, who knows the mind of the Spirit, that's working with your Spirit, will then answer. Because the Spirit prays for us according to the will of God. That's an amazing thing. That's what Jesus has done for us. I will encourage everyone tonight. I know a lot of our, our church people do that. They pray in tongues all the time. But the word still has to go out. But for those of us that, are, that don't do this, please spend some time doing that. You don't have to kneel down anywhere. You can walk even while you're cooking or driving. Speaking tongues as you're driving. And uh, if you look, turn around, and someone is looking at you, say, well, he's talking to himself. All you need to do is smile really big and go right back. And the guy <laughs> talking to himself or something. But the power is there. Spend that time. Would you stand up with me tonight? If you, if you, if you want to receive the Holy Spirit, haven't done that, you've been saved, this is a very good opportunity for you. I would like you to come up and we'll pray for you. And if you've received the Holy Spirit before and there is a problem, you can't speak in tongues as fluently as you want to, well, why don't you come? We'll see if we can help you. Amen? Bow your head. You may not come down here if you want. Please come. I'll pray with you. Don't be afraid. Just come and let God complete what He's done. Thank you, Jesus. Would you just uh, spend a short time praying in tongues tonight? Quietly. Scripture says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You can receive. You can receive the Spirit. Have a strong desire. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
I thank you, Lord, for this congregation. I thank you for the people of God. Lord, I pray that if there's anyone among us tonight that haven't experienced this wonderful gift from heaven, that before this week is out, Lord, that they will receive tonight, today, in Jesus' name, before this week is out, Lord, they will have received the feeling of infilling of the Holy Spirit. It is a gift from heaven. We don't have to be condemned. We don't have to, to do anything but to receive that gift. It's a precious gift from heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your people. We know we can't be stopped now because you are with us. And we love you. We love you greatly. We can love you because your spirit is, is in us. The Holy Spirit is in us. It's filled our heart with your love. Thank you for blessing your people. We love you, Lord God. Would you just let him know that you love him? I like to tell Jesus that. Just tell him, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you with all of my heart. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. We're dismissed.